Welcome to another episode on the podcast Journeying with Jesus. Today we're going to be talking about conviction. And to discuss this topic, we have our dear friend Tyron, who by now most of you must already recognize. Welcome Tyron, thank you for joining us. Thank you once again for having me. Pleasure. Likewise. And um to um get us started on this topic would you like to maybe introduce us to the word conviction sure um conviction uh, depending on the context but uh, there is a, a a general understanding uh independent of the context mm-hmm. of what a conviction is but usually it is uh being convinced totally convinced mm-hmm. of something Uh, for example let's say um some people say that convention is uh an opinion is not more than a personal opinion others define it as something you'd mm-hmm. be willing to die for meaning you're totally convinced of it so mm-hmm. you're willing to die for it um but generally speaking it's a very strong uh, it's when you are totally mm-hmm. convinced of uh, something or about mm-hmm. something um and in the biblical um mm-hmm. sorry in the biblical sense uh conviction is when you are convinced of right. the truth and we know that all of god's scripture is truth and the work of the holy spirit is to convince us and to guide us into all truth so uh, in the biblical sense it is being convinced mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the truth yeah and uh, we also see in scripture how um the way the lord works with us um in every sense because um we don't see our god we don't hear him physically we we don't have these tangible things to rely on and the only tangible thing is really the bible so the way he works with us is through the holy spirit because jesus said when he when he was leaving his disciples uh, going back to heaven he said i'm going and uh, you know because i'm going I'm, i'll be sending you a helper which is the holy spirit isn't it so um I remember listening Absolutely. to this many years ago and it made so much sense that uh even if you are some let's say you're a monk living um you know just by yourself disconnected from the world or let's say you belong to a certain tribe you know deep down in the forest and uh, you're you're not you know living lives like we are you know we're much more social in that sense um we have so much access to uh, the rest of the world to the urban population of the world at least so um we have so much of outside influence um, and so much social conditioning happening um but even to someone like that monk or someone like that tribal person they all have conviction in the sense when they're doing when they're doing wrong they know that they shouldn't be doing that and in in today's world we call it conscience conscience right we say my conscience told me not to do this not to do that that's that's nothing but the holy spirit the holy spirit is telling you not to do something uh, or to do something now someone may argue and say well he knows this is right or this is wrong that's why you know when he's about to do something wrong you know it it, it tell it, he, there's a voice in his head that says don't do it cuz let's say he was born in a in a house of a terrorist and you know he doesn't think killing someone is wrong so also to that i think i would say that um, the lord um, in his goodness he only expects 
you to live according to the light you've received of course he wants you to search for more light no doubt about that but if that man has only grown up thinking that killing someone is is okay then obviously um that's not the light he has which the lord will do everything in his power to um show him that light but at that point that's not what he has so i don't know if that made sense to you but um what i'm trying to say is is the work of the holy spirit uh yes i mean um i've heard so many uh, and this may be a little um a little going a, a, away from our topic but mm-hmm. i think it has a lot to do in many discussions that people have about let's say the existence mm-hmm. of god and what not um there's always one question that comes up which is very important for um in in the discussion because if there's no god then what mm-hmm. you know there's no good there's no evil as um Richard Dawkins so famously mm-hmm. said um, it's just blind pitiless mm-hmm. indifference there's no good there's no evil it's just mm-hmm. what you think what i think and you know that's all there is uh, but there is one thing that is undeniable and that is that uh, independent of where you were born or where you were raised mm-hmm. or what you were taught to believe um, we, we can assert that everyone there are some general um moral um moral principle independent of where you are what religion you were born in they resonate with everybody and and like nobody has to teach you those things they like they they're intrinsic you immediately respond to it in the same way um and uh, basically there's no way to explain it um from a natural um, standpoint because there's too many different um uh, circumstances you know religion where you were born etc um but people for example a murder people may end up killing somebody else but and, and they may be they think or believe that what they're doing is a good thing but um deep down everybody recognizes and knows that you know <laughs> it's wrong right. and some people just can't come up with a, a explanation as to why they feel that it's wrong but we they know um that it is um wrong right. so yes the work mm-hmm. of the holy spirit and conviction um in and of itself is a huge topic we could you know um talk about it endlessly but uh, what we're trying to focus on today because um, of course the podcast is all about journeying with Jesus so we, we we're trying to look at it from that aspect so um in terms of your journey with the lord um how do you think conviction plays a role um how do you think um how do you think it works you okay you're you're walking uh, this this walk with with god how does he use conviction in your life Um but once again it is important for us to have a good understand uh, a basic understanding of how mm-hmm. of what conviction uh, is and uh, who it is mm-hmm. who does the convicting <laughs> and etc so in the bible um in John chapter 16 verse 8 we find that it is the holy spirit who will convict the world of sin and of judgment and of righteousness as well which is very important so he is there to um he is there to do that work and before i i 
continue, it is important for us to know what conviction is right. not. What is not conviction? So most 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 people at the uh, at this question would probably say that conviction is a simple uh, guilty conscience or even feeling ashamed they over sin. Um, that's the first thing. It is not. It is not simply a guilty conscience or mm-hmm. even feeling ashamed mm-hmm. over sin because those feelings are naturally experienced mm-hmm. by almost everyone. Um, second, it is not a sense of uh, this foreboding divine punishment. You know that you feel once you've done something wrong, you have this uh, feeling that oh, I'm going to be punished. Um, those feelings are also experienced by people who are guilty. You know they. The idea of punishment um that's but again that is also not uh what true conviction is and it is not simply a knowledge of right and wrong and assessing the scriptures and what they teach about um sin because many people read the bible they're fully aware that wages of sin is death they may know that no immortal um no impure person is going to inherit the kingdom of god they may even agree that you know the wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. But with all of that knowledge, people still continue to live in sin. So, understanding the consequences, um, but being far f- from convicted. So, in truth, if we experience not more than uh, guilty conscience, some anxiety about judgment, some academic awareness mm-hmm. of hell. Um, or the judgment, etc. Then we really, then that isn't really what mm-hmm. conviction is about. Because ultimately, our relation, this journey, is for us to get back to God, to get back in that right and proper relationship with Him. So, based on that conviction, from what I have studied um, and what I have come to understand uh, from the Word of God, is that a convict means to convince someone of the truth to reprove to cross-examine a witness so the holy spirit acts as a prosecuting authority so to speak he exposes evil he reproves evildoers he convinces people that they need a savior so to be convicted is to feel the utmost loathsome of sin this happens when we this, and this is the most amazing thing that I that I learned. This happens when we see God's beauty. Mm-hmm. When we see his purity, when we see his holiness and we recognize that we mm-hmm. can't dwell with him. So it comes when we behold God. And that is why it, it um Paul tell us to continue to behold as we continue to behold Jesus, we are being transformed because as we look uh, towards him, as we see more and more of his holiness, we realize just how less and less worthy we are to even approach this holy God. In fact, as we we read in Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 5, when he came towards God, now remember that Isaiah uh, was a prophet of God and he was doing God's will. And when he when he behold, when he saw the king, the Lord Almighty, he said, "Woe to me! I am ruined. I am unclean, uh, for my eyes have seen the king." So, and the and the point that brings it home for me is that when we are convicted of how much our sin dishonors God, 
then we're on the right track. Right. When we see that what we're doing is dishonoring mm. God, and it is, and it is um, inflicting the relationship that we have mm-hmm. with God. So ultimately, it comes back to the mm-hmm. honor of God, to the holiness of God, and His. The Holy Spirit is to bring us closer in that relationship and as we get closer we become more and more aware of how uh, our sin dishonors God so I think that that is the um, that is the the uh, is it, what is it the main points that I would like to share on the, on the topic of mm-hmm. um, I, of, uh, I think that's that's really interesting yes. um, you brought out a very interesting um, um, sort of like an angle to it um, because conviction uh, rightly said is for you to recognize that you know just me outside of Christ I'm not going to be able to live the life that I'm supposed to and I'm called to live and um, your utter need for a savior like Jesus Christ your need for um, him to take you by the hand and lead you because uh, oftentimes when we um when we're made aware of um, our wretchedness or let's say just even maybe a weakness that we have, we often uh, try to work on it ourselves. We try to fix it ourselves. So for example, someone says, oh, I have anger issues. So maybe I'll go take up these uh, anger management classes or I'll read about it or I'll do this, that and the other to fix my anger problem. But, But that's really the wrong way to go. The way you need to go is seeking Jesus and um, asking for his help, understanding that you can do nothing without your savior. Um, so, Absolutely. well, at least nothing worthwhile. So, so understanding uh, the, the need we have for someone like him, understanding that righteousness does not come, you know, uh, come out of us, you know, just by ourselves, but it has to be through Christ living in us because when he abides in you like we see in John 15 you eventually bear the fruit that you're supposed to bear so um, yeah that's a beautiful point I think uh, what you brought up now let's say uh, someone's living you know this you know walking in this uh, direction Um, oftentimes it becomes really hard for people to recognize the voice Uh, in their head versus the voice of God so oftentimes you're thinking um, you know is this God or is this me because um, just to give you an example let's say someone's someone's uh, debating whether they should eat this pie in front of them okay they know it's bad for their health and it's full of sugar and you know unhealthy things in it um, you, you, you know you're sort of debating in your head I mean all of us do that isn't it before we sub- we're about to do something we, we're debating sometimes so let's say this person's debating over over you know whether he, he should eat it or not and uh, in his head he hears this voice that says maybe this one time you could eat it okay he he might believe he might believe that that's god that okay lord you, you're allowing me to eat this once but if you think about it if you know the lord enough you should know that that's not the lord's voice why because the lord will never say okay this is wrong so you can do it once and uh, maybe next time you don't have to do it 
that's not the lord i mean we as parents we do that with our children you know we say okay this last time i'm letting you do this but n- not anymore uh-huh. you know that's cuz we flawed humans i mean that's how we deal with our children but god is a holy god he would never say he would never allow you to if you're asking him if you're asking him he would never allow you to do something wrong uh, if it was for him so you know people often have this um, confusion in their heads including me i've had it so many times uh, myself that you know you don't know if that's the voice of the lord or if that's just you telling yourself do this and do that and you're thinking that you know it's the lord and of course we know the whole uh, act of satan between all of this but uh, you know yeah would you like to shed some light on that All right. Um I was, that's one of the things I was thinking about most when when um uh when we uh, touch on this topic mm-hmm. uh, because it is something that um nowadays you know every it's very common to question everything and to find a way to take matters into our own hands mm-hmm. and be the best version of ourselves and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Right. It is it is quite an interesting um topic. So, first off, um I always tell people to before you get into all, you know, the philosophizing and you want to be the guru and the new I don't know, um expert on conviction and you know all that stuff. <laughs> before you get to that, um let's make sure we got the basics um right. Let's make sure we have done the basics. Mm-hmm. Cuz nowadays people and on, you know, there ha- these topics have been experienced by people in the past they have wrote about it they have expressed their feelings perhaps they have heard sermons or read a book or something or maybe even a podcast mm-hmm. about conviction mm-hmm. you know but i always tell people before you go on that step make sure you've done the mm-hmm. basics so the first thing is um as i said in in a previous podcast the holy spirit uh, and Jesus and God the Father they all work in this perfect harmony this perfect unison mm-hmm. so let's uh, the first thing we must remember is that you know the holy spirit and God speaking through us uh, speaking to us sorry it will not go against um his word Absolutely. You know? everything that that he everything that we think mm-hmm. is of the holy spirit must be in accordance with the, the scriptures because that is um the uh that is the way it mm-hmm. works right they work in perfect harmony and he's here to remind us for, from in another instance in the book of st john peter um peter jesus said the holy spirit would remind us of what he has mm-hmm. said and also guide us into our truth but of course you know based on the word of god and the second thing is um sometimes we find ourselves debating things that don't need to be debated mm-hmm. <laughs> like one one of the things i asked um one of my friends i was having a conversation with him and i told him have you ever done um something you know from in, in biblical terms mm-hmm. of course have you ever done something that the bible says to do it have you ever done it simply because god said do mm-hmm. it and that's it like no you don't no other reason just simply god said to do it mm-hmm. and and that's it um and he was like um okay yes and and and, and no yes and no um so the the second thing is that when the bible is specific in its commands mm-hmm. 
we don't need a conviction mm-hmm. about that mm-hmm. right we don't need to be convinced of that it's like if the bible is, is specific and it's command okay just do it mm-hmm. and that's it mm-hmm. um so uh, so that, that's the one that's the the, the second thing so that, and then the third thing is um a conviction is needed only in those areas where biblical precepts mm-hmm. or principles, general principles, need to be applied to particular situations, like the situation which you presented. You now, where there's not a specific command that says, when you're not on diet, you cannot eat uh, strawberries <laughs> or ice cream or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not specific, mm-hmm. but there is a general principle. Right. So, and the Bible does give us a lot. In fact, of instances where this is um, how we should go about with this. Um, first of all, if you, I think you mentioned this in a podcast, um, in our first or second podcast, you said that my sheep hear my voice. Yes. God said that his sheep hear his voice. Right. And so some things are, it, it also talks um First Corinthians, it talks about using spiritual discernment to judge mm-hmm. all things, mm-hmm. right? Um, Paul also in Romans chapter 14, verse 5, he said to let every man be fully persuaded in his own way. And mm-hmm. he was talking about things which, you know, can be, we, we have to assess them uh, spiritually, mm-hmm. individually, because there's no, let's say, exact command. Right. Also, um, John Mm-hmm. Uh, First John chapter three verse twenty it says that we ought to uh, do things in which our heart condemns us not. Mm-hmm. You know, heart being not the organ that's pumping that. Yeah. You know, our our minds. It's so amazing. evidently, there are also things in which our hearts does not condemn us. Mm-hmm. And also in First Thessalonians it says we are to prove all things and hold fast that which is good. Mm-hmm. We are to use wisdom and judgment according to Philippians uh, 1, uh, chapter 1, verse 9 and 10 to approve things that are excellent. You know, he gives us a list of these things, um, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are true, whatever things are pure, uh, you know, some guidelines for us to go about assessing these things. So we are, we are also to make certain that we do not condemn ourselves in things which we allow. So there's people who do things, they're like, they allow, they chose to do it and then they end up um, beating themselves with the rod because they did it <laughs> or condemning themselves <laughs> when they allowed it. Um, and then we are to use the Bible to an extent that we're able to discern about good and evil. So again, um, the Bible clearly teaches that the conscience is not a perfect indicator of right and wrong, right? Mm-hmm. But we are right. weak, um, it can be defiled. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if we feed on a steady diet of the word and submit to God in a pure heart, mm-hmm. um, then God can use that means to speak to us. But again, we cannot, it cannot be. Uh, separated from the word of God and I don't I don't know how how much I can stress this particular part because it's as you mentioned before we have an enemy that is def- that is trying to um, to deceive us and mm-hmm. to trick us and 
even Paul in his writing said, don't be surprised if the devil comes to you as an angel of light. Mm-hmm. So, um, bringing those things into the circumstances, the devoted and consistent and continuous study of God's word and seeking him earnestly is, is of utmost importance because mm-hmm. the whispers in your ears or the, you know, uh, the... F- well, I tell people not to rely on feelings because those are the most unreliable things ever. They change mm-hmm. every now and again. So yes. what I would say is that whatever it is you are uh, feeling, mm-hmm. whatever it is you are debating, um, take it to the word. Take it to the word. Um and, and study it diligently and seek God in earnest prayer um, because eh, I don't see any other safer way to approach mm-hmm. uh, situations like that so yeah that, right. that's, that's what I would say um, and also that's the that's the whole uh, meaning of uh, being the absolute truth isn't it absolute truth does not change with situations so no matter what the situation no matter how things turn out uh, tomorrow anything that is absolute truth will remain the same and that is the word of god and the lord is also uh, like that isn't it he says i am the same yesterday today and forever so the word of the lord is our only uh, go to if you may say that um, that's where we go to see you know some of the things that are directly uh, like crystal clear you know that this is right and this is wrong but many things are you have to just go by principle so um, like you know we were talking about um, eating the pie <laughs> maybe a lame example but um, I mean when you when you when you look at uh, what the Lord says um, I think um, is it in Corinthians where it says um, whether you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do it yeah, for the glory of God. Absolutely. That's Corinthians, yes. And also we see things like um, your body is a temple of God, so you have to keep it, you know, with diligence. So when you think about the, those things, it of course, it um, points to, you know, taking care of yourself, not only um, spiritually, but also physically, because um, we think of these two things as separate but they're so much more connected than we can imagine because what you put in your body also affects your mind and uh, if your mind is not in its best condition um, it's so easy for Satan to deceive us it's so easy for him to uh, lead us in the wrong direction and we just keep walking behind him you know blindly not knowing that we're heading towards destruction so yeah the word of God um, is what we need to rely on Um, and most of our conviction comes from there to begin with Um, you know he's given us everything we need and uh, beyond that sometimes he'll have to speak to us and tell us no no don't do that or don't do this or uh, this is what it is or this is what it's not so um, um, I I think um, I think it's beautiful uh, to see uh, the way the Lord leads you and it's so personal for everybody because our God is a personal God so he's not he's not doing you know sort of this copy and paste <laughs> on everybody's uh, lives yes, you know yes. he's, he's so individualistic when it comes to dealing with each one of us and molding us into the shape that he wants us to get us in um, based on our purpose in this world yes. so um before we close, uh, we have a few minutes left. Um, is there any closing thought you'd like to share? Um, and we can close after that. 
So, um, as I said before, eh, the whole purpose of the conviction is for us to recognize that our unworthiness and the holiness of God and to bring us to that point where we are totally dependent upon Him because we see the need and we see how um, different and how the huge gap that we have in between um, ourselves and God and that the thing to dishonor Him and we if we continue down that path if we continue to seek his face and mm-hmm. then we will we will be transformed and we will be um, more and more like him um, I also just want to share this um, when we think of conviction as well one of the stories that comes into my mind is mm-hmm. When uh, the story of Joseph, when he was a, um, assaulted, assaulted, I think that's the word, but <laughs> when he was um, abused, so to speak, he's dealt with wrongly, dealt with wrongly mm-hmm. by Potiphar's mm-hmm. wife. If that is his um, cry, was how could I do this great evil again and sin against God? Mm-hmm. If that is our attitude, right. when that becomes our attitude towards sin. Um, then we uh, are definitely on the right path and we continue and we are we will be uh, transformed by the in working of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. that should always be our attitude how can I do this great evil and sin towards God how can I dishonor a God so and one last thing that I would like to say is that As we, some people may say that all we need is the Bible and that conscience is therefore mm-hmm. not necessary. Um, yet the Bible tells us mm-hmm. that you know God uses the conscience to speak to us. Our convictions mm-hmm. um, will not always agree, you know, because they're personal mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they do not carry the authority of Scripture and may be faulty. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like this is a thus said no. um, but as we submit to God we exercise ourselves in his word we are keeping our conscience clean by establishing conviction Christ things that offend God uh, and at the same time we're also to allow others to live according to their conscience without you know so <clears throat> We are not to make our experience or our convictions uh, the law of the land and that everybody must must, must be that way right. because uh, it's a very personal mm-hmm. thing. Of course, as long as the convictions do not directly abuse um, the word of God, then <clears throat> we ought to allow everyone to live uh, as well according mm-hmm. to their conscience. So. Right. Those would be my closing thoughts.